been a while. Yep. But uh, that just means that the ideas are uh, building up and not fresh. They're stale ideas. They're good ideas to make French toast with. That's right. Yeah, we're going to dip these in some egg. Get them going on the griddle. Mm -hmm. Folks, if you're wondering why there was a weak absence in the podcast, that's (laughs) right. And maybe I'll edit in the clip of me saying that I'm going to drink flaming hot Mountain Dew to -hmm. keep myself from getting COVID. But... I got COVID. And as I said, if I got COVID, it was because of the Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. So uh, we're just going to do a quick commercial here for Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. Flaming Hot Mountain Dew, the only Mountain Dew that gives you COVID-19 SARS coronavirus. That's right, folks. Every can of Flaming Hot Mountain Dew comes with the virus. You will get sick. You will get a terrible upper respiratory disease. Now, how do they lock in all of that COVID flavor into the flaming hot Mountain Dew? I think it's like chili oil. Like the, 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 they let it steep. You know, I was thinking it was like a chain letter where after, after you get pranked, they make you cough into 10 bottles of Mountain Dew. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like that movie. It follows, but the, it instead of, uh, like a like a gruesome naked corpse following you around. Mm. It's just a can of flaming hot Mountain Dew. Every time you turn me back, there yeah. is. It's more disturbing because children just run to it. Yeah, there's a there's an aluminum can of uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast that's been sitting outside, like in like by the alley at my work for about six months. Mm-hmm. And the, it's, it's starting to fade oh that's the best it's unopened can and it's like every day i just look at it like somebody's gonna pick that good. up and put it on a shelf and look at it and be like not today no i would assume that it's still all right in there right oh yeah it's fine it's I, it totally won't give you covid pr- pressurized i think about it i'm like i wonder how how long it can go in that can just outside all winter and now it heading into the summer. Mm-hmm. I, I know that uh, a former coworker at a, you know, an old job I had had a uh, Anheuser-Busch can of water. I guess Anheuser-Busch would uh, for, oh. for emergency situations, emergency yeah. relief they would uh, just can water and send yeah. those out, but they still have like the it's called Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but it it was just a, a st- still water, you, you know, and mm-hmm. he he still had the can. It was he said it was from sometime in the nineties. I forget how old it was, but I always wanted to crack it open and drink it because I'm sure it was fine. I know that they, I think they did that for. Uh... Hurricane Katrina. It'd be fun to be the guy who collects the canned Budweiser water from every uh, major FEMA event. You're like, oh, this one's, I got one here from uh, when the kingdom collapsed or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, you never know when, when you got to pick up and, and drive. <laughs> To this meet one FEMA here. to get one of those collectible cans. They only made 12 of these. This this is from when Owen Hart died. <laughs> <laughs> they sent a 12-pack. They, they had a 12-pack of WWF. water there before the pay-per-view was over. <laughs> mm. It gave them the strength to go on and complete the pay-per-view, <laughs> which they totally did. <laughs> <laughs> they they have a, a Super Bowl commercial, and it's the Clydesdales dropping off. What are they doing here? Don't they know Owen Hart just died on live pay-per-view? Hang on. They brought water. They brought water, everyone. Do you think that, that they actually showed up with the water before the accident, and everybody's mm. looking around being like, how the fuck do they like <laughs> those want somebody something bad Clydesdales. is going to happen? <laughs> oh, oof. That's yeah, they, they need to be ghost Clydesdales. Mysterious 
harbingers. You know, I still like there's an old episode that that we did a while ago. I don't remember what what episode it was, but I remember that we came up with the idea for some kind of a sentient wheelchair that shows up like it knows when you're about to be paralyzed. <laughs> I still think about that sometimes. I'm like, man, that would be so scary. The wheelchairs just at your front door in the morning, and you're like, huh, somebody left a wheelchair here. Oh, it's got my name on it. Wait a minute. I'll just push this out to the street, and a drunk driver. Now it's your wheelchair, buddy. How was your week? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Not a whole lot happened, to be honest. I've just been watching a lot of basketball. Ooh. I went to the baseball game today. Oh, yeah? Who won? The Mud Hens. Fuck Mud Hens. Mud Hens. They always kick our asses. <sighs> I got to I got to see that funny little uh, mascot, though. And uh, I... uh, the Mud Hen mascot? No, no. no. The Louisville Bat. Okay. You know, he's a little bat and he runs around, races the children around the field. Know what makes that a better mascot? Wings that work. Yeah. Let that guy fly around the stadium. <laughs> yeah, that he could he's always losing to those kids. I want to see that bat get two passes to Holiday World and Splash and Safari. <laughs> it's gotta be hot out there. Every time they make him race, but he never gets to win. Give him a little jet pack. Or just a just give him a taser. He can slow the children <laughs> down. Make it a fair fight. <laughs> Who's winning the basketball? Um, well, there, there were uh, two game sevens today, but they were both blowouts. Mm. The Celtics won and the Dallas Mavericks. Boom. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, we're, we, we still have two, two rounds to go. They should just have a Super Bowl. <laughs> I think that we should build a place that is called the Super Bowl because they always move it to different places. Yeah, we just need to have one one set place and then they can have uh, uh, other, you know, other acts go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, it, it, it seemed incredibly. Your... It was unfair that the this past Super Bowl, it was in Los Angeles, and one of the teams was Los Angeles. Right. That's happened two years in a row. It's bullshit. They it had, should be they had the Super Bowl at Tampa for the Tampa Bay win. Yeah, put the build the Super Bowl in Puerto Rico. Make it the fifty first state, but in the fine print. They're not allowed to have a football team. Don't think it's a big problem there. Maybe they got they got the fever after they saw Trump tossing those perfect spirals with the paper towel. Mm-hmm. Now they want to play football. Well, sorry, you're hosting the Super Bowl. Now all sports games come down to one game in Puerto Rico at the Super Bowl. That would make it more entertaining for basketball, too, if, like, they played well all season and then they have to go to the final game and then it's just football. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't, we don't know how to play this one. <laughs> well, this is what you signed up for. Sometimes life throws you a curve football. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you beat a big guy, like a big Russian guy who doesn't talk, and you're like, well, now I'm done. And then it turns out that the main villain, the little guy, is actually an even stronger fighter somehow. You have to fight him, too. Just like in Gone in 60 Seconds. Hmm. And sometimes that little guy has a mech suit. Oh, just like in Avatar. <laughs> you see the new Avatar trailer? No, no it came out. Yes. <laughs> Avatar. We'll watch it. The Way of Water. <laughs> okay. <Boy. laughs> I'll watch it. <laughs> it's just a it's just 
you don't think about it. You're just like, oh, yeah, I guess they're doing a water avatar now. It's just one big flex by James Cameron to be like, that's right. I can make realistic water. I don't need God. I have killed him and become him. Now I am the master of water. My CGI water looks so real. You won't believe your eyes. That's that is just fine. I, I all hail King of Water, James Cameron. Yeah, I mean, he's given us Titanic and the Abyss already. I'm ready for another water feature. He's the, from he is the yeah, he is the liquid man. That's his. That's secretly his dream. Like eventually, he's gonna finish these Avatar movies, and then he's gonna. They're gonna be like, "What's your next project?" He's like, "I'm, uh, I am going to transform myself into a liquid being." <laughs> this has secretly been my uh, obsession the entire time. In case you didn't notice in my films, I want to be liquid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been going it's down. It's gonna to end the- badly, though. I saw what happened to Robert Patrick in Terminator Two. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of imagine him just doing the thing like the senator in the first X-Men movie, where he just kind of becomes like a, well, he kind of turns into like Mitch McConnell, kind of a translucent blob, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then eventually just splooshes out into nothing. Yeah, I think he'll be smart enough to uh, stand in a very large jar before that happens, mm. I kind of just pictured him going down, 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 like like one of those fish that's just like a disgusting kind of formless jelly that lives in the down in like the very deepest parts of the ocean where James Cameron wants to wants to be all the time with his little submarine. Well, he'll he'll have to have like an inverse submarine, like mm-hmm. he'll have to have a submarine for the land now and he'll love that. Yeah, because if he comes up to the surface... he's on the land more than he is in the water, I, I assume. I Maybe that's off base. <laughs> he's been, in a, he's been in, a, in a tank like Luke Skywalker directing the new water Avatar movie. <laughs> it's just, he's been in there for three years working on this film. <laughs> he's worked out a whole new language. He just... He, he makes little dolphin noises and the actors all had to learn what that means. <laughs> do you have an idea for a podcast? I, I do. Uh, this one is called Hearing Out Hermits. Ooh. So this is a podcast where we, we uh, travel uh, deep into the wilds, uh, go into uh, a cave, root around in there, find some dirty old guy with a beard. He's never even heard of podcasts, but guess what? Our listeners want to hear what he has to say. And as an added bonus, we're going to be really nice to him so that uh, uh, he doesn't enact uh, whatever he's got written down in his manifesto. He doesn't nail the pipe bombs to us when he finally enacts his plan. No, that's probably, you know, not going to happen because from from what I've learned in most uh, literature that I've read, uh, hermits are uh, really nice guys who who might have valuable information or artifacts to give me for my quest. Yeah, yeah. From what I've heard, most hermits are into something good. Mm -hmm. Or they're, uh, you know, named Henry. And they're married to a lady who's been married seven times before. Henry VIII. Okay. I'm doing a Herman Hermit, a Herman (laughs) Hermit joke. Okay. For all our young listeners out there. (laughs) I do know that song, but I forgot that it was Hermit's Hermit's from TikTok. It's the, it's, folks, we're getting it started. The Herman's Hermit's. TikTok challenge. <laughs> hmm. <sighs> no, I like the idea of hearing out hermits. I think the older I get, the less interested I am in living somewhere with a vibrant nightlife. And I kind of just want to fuck off to somewhere with less taxes. And I, as I understand it, a cave is pretty much tax free. Like, the only thing you have to worry about with the cave is that you're going to run into another hermit or some sort of Matthew Lesko character 
with little dollar signs all over his suit. Like, the government won't charge you to live here. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think that in most cases you're squatting. I, I don't think many mm. hermits own their own homes, own their own caves. Yeah. I, I, sometimes they build their own little, you know, rudimentary cabin. But most of the time, I don't think that they own the land that cabin is on. They're they're trying to use some sort of, uh, you know, squatter's rights or imminent domain law. Maybe he got a, he's got a sack of mice and he claims that he's a rancher and this is grazing land. Mm-hmm. This is where my mice all, <laughs> my guinea pigs all come here to graze. Yeah, and he just uh, toodles on his little uh, flute, and they follow along behind him merrily back to the cave. Yeah, that sounds like it could be another Herman's Hermits song about a man <laughs> plays a little pipe, and the guinea pigs follow him around. Yeah. Nowadays, these these singers are all bitch this and n word that. Back then, it was all about the flute and the and the the, the little mice follow you around. And tell tell me a little story. Yeah. Mm. This world's going to hell. Well, do you have a, a podcast idea? I do, but I'm still stuck on hearing out hermits. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm trying to think about what are some of the possible hot button issues we want to steer clear of when we talk to hermits, because th- they are, they have made a choice to live this way. And clearly, there's going to be some triggers that we don't want to go near when we're interviewing hermits. Um, I, I think that we're going to have to uh, be secretive with our recording devices. Mm, yeah, technology is a biggie. Any, anything that, that will sort of uh, encourage uh, the paranoia that I assume that they're probably going to have already. Uh Yes. It's out of the question. Concealed recording <laughs> device. Yes. I, I think that we might have to go undercover as uh fellow hermits. We'll have to we'll do we'll 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 just have to recount what happened because we don't want to get, you know we don't want to get clubbed over the head by a hermit because we're wearing a wire. People can just take our word for it that we met with the hermit and this is what he thinks. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, we don't uh, go native. Yeah. Just never come back. I don't know. Like, maybe we get lucky and get the uh, blind old hermit from Frankenstein. Ooh. And yeah. he's just really happy to uh, have any sort of company. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can set up microphones and he won't even see them because he's blind. <laughs> well, who's there? Is that another Frankenstein? Oh, two <laughs> Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, My yeah, yeah. Day. Smoke good, buddy. Yeah, smoke good. <laughs> we, <laughs> we forget that he's not deaf. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just thought he was deaf and blind. Now he's chasing us through the woods. He got really offended when I called him old blindy. <laughs> well, I, that, that's one another thing that we I'm just going to be nice to these guys. Yeah, because I don't want to make them mad. <laughs> no, they've probably been mad their whole lives. They're looking for an excuse to find some joy. We're going to come in there like Marie Kondo. And we're going to just turn their lives around. we could be like queer eye for the yeah. hermit. And uh, for I'm going to bring like a, man. Uh, an assortment of uh, the new snacks, the newer snacks that have come mm. out that the hermit won't won't have tried. So that'll be my in. And if things start to go bad, I'll pull out the uh, the, the flaming hot flaming Mountain, hot Dew. Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that, that'll be my ace in the hole. This is a thing that I think it's going to be hard to connect with hermits on. Is that almost everything in our culture now is is Flaming derivative? Hot. It's like referential. <laughs> yeah. So we have to introduce the hermit to flaming hot Cheetos, so then we can introduce him to the idea of making other things flaming hot. Before we can get to flaming hot Mountain Dew, which also means we have to introduce him to Mountain Dew, and then 
the whole Mountain Dew family of, uh, you know, these extra characters they have now. The Baja Blast, the uh, Sweet Mountain Lightning, or whatever, yeah. the uh, Peach Tea, that one. Yeah, I, I got a feeling that my backpack will be overflowing with just Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's too, you know, it, it would leave no room for any other snack. So he's just going to have to deal with an abridged uh, history of Mountain Dew and, and flaming hot snacks. Yeah. We like bring, we bring him all the Marvel movies. <laughs> You're going to have to watch. All right. We forgot. We forgot to bring Ant-Man. So some of this isn't going to make sense. I'm sorry, Mr. Hermit. We get him. He gets really into the Marvel movies, and then you know, three times a year, he has to sneak back to civilization to watch his, another uh, Marvel movie. Stinky yeah. her- hermit coat. To- he's got yeah, the long white beard. He's but he's put on a little pair of uh, Groucho glasses over his long unkempt white beard. Hearing out hermits. I don't think that this is fair. We mostly just talked about how we were going to make hermits change. <sighs> I'm g- g- going to pretend to hear him out. Yeah. <laughs> That's Honestly, I think that I want the hermits to change because I'm afraid I'm the one who needs to change. Yeah. I need to get out there in the caves. I feel like this is kind of like that uh, uh, movie Dinner for Schmucks, only it's Dinner for Hermits. I just want to uh, get a goofy, kooky hermit to point at and be like, he's messed up so that you don't see how uh, diseased I am to the core. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at this guy. All right, I got an idea. Okay. This is called Parking Lot lunch crew and this is just a podcast for people who uh go through a drive through and then sit in the parking lot and eat their lunch on their lunch break <laughs> i've done it before i i've done it plenty of times why would you want to go into a wendy's I, they don't I, even have them open anymore not. most wendy's they just have two guys working in the back and the drive through is open I went to just... one one time that was closed, and it was like they had a daycare in, oh. in the, the, the seating part. There were kids running around. They had coloring books and shit all up on the tables. I could my look God. into the window from my spot in the drive through line. So I think that's a, a, a thing that Wendy's is doing to try to get people to work for less than a living wage is uh, free free daycare that I don't you, even, you provide at work. I'm not even, like, a lot of times the situations that I find myself in when I go to, like, a fast food restaurant, I'm not even sure if this is, like, something that the corporate culture has signed off on or how much of this is just kind of, like, mutiny on the bounty. Like, the balkanization of Wendy's franchises where they're just kind of letting them do whatever. Yeah. As long as you're going to go to Wendy's in a few weeks and you're going to get like curly fries. (laughs) They're going to be like, we make them curly at this Wendy's. They just start doing it. There was, that's how the big Mac was invented. It was just a guy at a McDonald's was like, I'm making a different hamburger. He just made that hamburger with an extra bun in the middle and put Thousand Island dressing on it and started selling it at his McDonald's. What do you what do you think the like the the first uh Big Mac middle bun was like? Because it it is different than any of the other mm. buns. It's not just a bottom bun because it's got the the white bread on the top and bottom. It's like uh yeah, it's it's not a top bun or a bottom bun. It's a bun with no top and no bottom. Wild. You think he was just using bottom buns at first? But then he'd Might have to have throw away a ton of tops. Buns. Uh, I'm wondering if uh, he didn't just have to go get a uh, loaf of white bread and take a cookie cutter <laughs> to the slices. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he just bought really tall buns and then they were unsliced and he sliced them himself. Yeah. And and then he was like, and I've got, you know, just like a metric fuck ton of sesame seeds. So I guess throw some of those shits on there, too. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, the parking lot lunch crew. This is where we could talk about uh, talk about the kind of things that you want um, you want to have on your parking lot lunch. Well, uh, this this is uh, in a sense very similar to hearing out hermits because every time I've had my parking lot lunch, I definitely didn't feel like I was a part of a crew. I felt like a a man apart. Yeah, an island. Mm-hmm. And then so there's like in 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 a way uh, we're 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 both of these first two ideas are somewhat keep keeping the very lonely company. <laughs> mm. Ironically, m- many times when I when I've eaten my fast food in a parking lot by myself, uh, I do find myself worrying that if I roll my window down to get some fresh air, uh, that uh, some kind of a hermit will appear and uh, ask me if he can have some of my french fries. I know that this is not... You probably either need to live or work very close to a major urban area mm-hmm. or eat in a parking lot in a very remote area. Most of the suburbs, you don't have the guy with the long beard and shoe, you know, he's yeah. wearing Kleenex boxes on, for shoes. I always find that there's, I don't have a place to put any dipping sauces. That's a big problem. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to hold them in my hand. Hmm. I've seen where they'd sell like a tray that can like clip on to your steering wheel, you know? Have you seen those? <laughs> no, I haven't. But where it's like a but little TV tray that I attaches would, to I your steering not. wheel. I would not. And then they show people using their laptop on it too. And I'm just like I'm just thinking about how you know with the person who invented that was like you know, somebody's going to use this to try and use their laptop while they're driving. And that person had to stop inventing the tray that goes on your steering wheel and have that thought and then go, oh, well. And then continue to invent the tray that goes on your steering wheel. Oh, that that makes me wonder uh, how, how, how much blood is on Exhibit's hands for putting all those oh, DVD yeah. players in pimped rides. Yeah. That... that that did happen to the guy in the Tesla who uh, was watching Harry Potter and his car merged under a semi-truck. And then the car continued to self-drive around with a dead body blaring Harry Potter music <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah. Elon Musk's hubris was, has, was... has killed so many people. Was it the music just from the movie or was it the DVD menu? (laughs) It was like the, yeah, it was the Harry Potter DVD. People were like, yeah, there's a, there's a body without a head in a total Tesla that continues to roll down the highway and we can hear Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone coming out of the car. (sighs) That's the parking lot lunch crew. You got another one? I sure do. Uh, this one is called uh, the Braggadojo. Ooh, 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 ooh. This is okay. going to be a podcast that's wall to wall brags. We're going to have to uh, s- set aside our, our normally humble natures and uh, fill a podcast a hundred percent with brags. Uh, set generally around the the conceit that this is a dojo of bragging, and that we were going to teach students in the uh, martial art of uh, bragging so hard that uh, people believe some of what you say and are then intimidated by you. This is very Steven Seagal-esque, the braggadojo. I would assume that there would be some martial arts involved in the bragging, as that is... Some, but as little as is possible. As little as you can get away with. That that's that's the 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 way of this uh, this art. I it it is, it's a temptation that you have to kind of be aware of when you become like a like a complete braggart. One of the one of the easiest traps to fall into is writing checks that your ass can't cash. 
Mm-hmm. People love to say that they know some sort of martial arts. When they, what they mean is, I have seen martial arts in popular culture. And I assume that if anyone came up to me, I would do the thing I saw the man do in a movie. I mean, that's that's what I always do. <laughs> I did do that to Kent Carney recently on stage. I thought it'd be funny if I tried to do judo throw, and then I did it. And I was like, oh, oh, it works like in the movie. <laughs> I, I could have broken his arm. <laughs> Just threw so, his ass so for right this on the... podcast, like you, you'll be like, I did break his arm. Yeah, and his arm will never be the same. You, you know, local local comedian Kent Carney yeah. broke his fucking arm. What do you think of that? Yeah, I am talking about one armed comedian Kent Carney <laughs> because you ripped the other one off. Disfigured entertainer Kent Carney. That's right. <laughs> It wasn't the nicest thing to do, but I mean, it, it, it's a hell of a calling card. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't mess around with you. See, that's that's almost I'm flying too close to the sun there because anybody could just test my metal, and then I'm like, uh oh, I can only really do it when the one person is uh, incredibly gullible and trying to shake my hand. Yeah. The, the rest of the time. And even then, I think if I tried to re- reproduce what I did, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do it. I'm too in my own head about it now. Well, don't let any of these people. Uh, I mean, it's OK to say it on the don't don't let the, the people you're trying to intimidate know that. Right. Right. And now I'm starting to see that uh, to practice this art, it. it would probably help to be in some sort of a uh, a group where you stick together so that uh, mm-hmm. others put, uh, backing up your brags is truth. We need uh, to put a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode that says, if you're planning on jumping us and starting starting something, please don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. It gives I don't know. you an unfair advantage. I haven't met a whole lot of people who listen to this podcast, but I've I've I've, <laughs> I've met zero that wanted to fight me. <laughs> I know for a fact Kent Carney does listen sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so now he knows that I can't I can't kick his ass. I just got lucky. Oh, <laughs> the braggadojo! I I would I want to brag about some other stuff that you know stuff that cannot be proven such as i don't know i'm trying to think like you can be like uh oh a good one is to tell someone that you saw a band in concert mm-hmm. so uh, i'm i've been sure many times in my life that people i know will be like oh yeah i saw that band in concert and i i'm like i don't think they ever did I think that it's just a cool thing to say. And so they're just kind of just fudging well, the numbers that, on how many that's, bands that's they've a, seen. That's a thing that's been going on since there were live musical events, I'm sure. So maybe what we do is we take it to the next level and we say that we saw that band at a concert that didn't even exist. Be like, oh, yeah, one time I was at Subway. And Dave Matthews at, Band tour bus broke yeah. down right outside. They, they said, a little baby, can we come in here and have some sandwiches and we'll sing for you guys? We don't have any money. Yeah. We could give you one of our Grammy Awards. It's made of gold. And we said, no, fuck that. We want fuck a live that. performance. You they, can keep they, your Grammy. Yeah, you can keep your Grammy, Dave Matthews. Who do you think you are? Yeah, that's the sort of thing I did as a kid. And I and I kind of feel like it was wishful thinking. But I did one time think when I worked at Wendy's that I did see Dave Grohl mm-hmm. at Wendy's. And it's possible. I do remember that this guy had he had the long hair and the kind of, uh, you know, the beard. And he was saying that uh, AIDS wasn't real. 
So it could have been him. <laughs> a lot of people forget that about Dave Grohl. That he was a HIV denier. Is that when real? The, oh yeah, when the <laughs> I did not when the Foo that. Fighters, the Foo Fighters uh, were very active in the HIV denier community when uh, when that band first came out. <laughs> okay, it's a weird one. <clears throat> the Braga Dojo. Oh, uh, I invented something, but then the the guy who claims to be the inventor stole it from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And then, yeah, you you pull out one of your many uh, envelopes that you addressed to yourself with that idea enclosed yeah. to make sure they couldn't steal it. But see, I wrote down right anyway. Here. They knew that Car- I was unable to. Car that could uh, decapitate someone while playing Harry Potter on the highway. <laughs> That was all me. But he just wrote down battery-powered car. I was the one that gave it that real flair. Speaking of Harry Potter DVDs, I have another idea for a podcast. Okay. This is called Nathan Podcaster and the Summary of Films. Okay. Now, this would be... uh, This is a Harry Potter podcast. Where I would be explaining the uh, the finer plot points of the Harry Potter films, most right. of which I have never seen, and I am fairly unclear on the details of the ones that I have seen. But i i've I've absorbed a lot of a lot of the lore just out of the ether, and I want to see how well I can do trying to describe what happens in the movies without without going back and refreshing my memory or or watching the films i mean i i am completely in the dark on these new ones the the secrets of dumbledore and the fantastic beasts yeah i've, I've sounds seen the like a first of the three but there are three now and I, oh my god i couldn't See, tell you what happened in that yeah. first movie i i'm assuming if there's probably like uh it starts out that there's like uh the like that fat family and then their kid is gross and they're proud of him for being gross and then like a fucking owl comes in and just like yeah. fucks them up that that portion is like like uh jk rowling was just like i'll just have this from roll doll this yeah th- i will just take this wholesale from roll doll is is what yes. that that whole roll doll is like no way is. i emailed i sent an envelope to myself that said disgusting fat family <laughs> <laughs> there's all i know there's always a teacher who seems like a villain who turns out to be good and then there's always a good teacher who turns out to actually be the villain there's a lot of rolled doll i feel in those movies or books or whatever you know I'm what they this- never did though what uh there never any uh uh young hot shot uh teachers who uh get fired for dating students that never mm. happened should <sighs> should have made it more realistic to to how schools work <laughs> in my experience <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I, I mean, never mind. <laughs> All right, moving on. I was going to take a shot at Roald Dahl. He was friends with Gary Glitter. Ooh. Draw your own conclusions on whether or not he was trying to score with school children. Um. Oh, oh let's go to the Podtron. All right. Um, is that wrong sound? Yeah. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Yes. I had another idea that's not really a podcast idea. Okay. And it's not really an idea; it's just something I learned. Okay. That uh, the football player Johnny Unitas, mm-hmm. uh, his uh. Given name is uh, John Constantine Unitas. Ooh. <laughs> and, 
And I think that there should be a, a, a like a DC Comics uh, NFL crossover event where uh, John Constantine Unitas Hellblazer happens. But that's not a podcast idea. I just have, I just had to say that. Have there ever been any crossovers between professional sports and comic books? I feel like there must be. Um. I don't know if they d- did it more than one year, but I remember ESPN, the magazine at one point doing an NBA preview where every single team had uh, a classic Marvel cover adapted for that mm. team. No, I mean like a, like the adventures of Bo Jackson or something like that. Like I could see oh. that being a thing. I know they had that cartoon that was like the all stars or whatever. It was like Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson, Bo Jackson, and Michael Jordan. And they were like solving crimes. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I, rem- I think it was just because it was in the uh, opening uh, credits. But Bo Jackson, like, it's either a tree or a telephone pole. And he just uproots it from Pulls the ground it. and uses it to like Boom. hit a car out of the air like a baseball. Mm-hmm. Who threw that car, though? I mean, that's... I don't know. Maybe Gretzky uh, hit it with one of his exploding mm. pucks. Just Randy Johnson <laughs> is the villain. He's just picking up cars and throwing. Them. <laughs> He's trying to kill all the birds. Um, that is Randy Johnson, right? That yeah. was the name of the guy that killed the bird with the ball. Yep, looks like a looks like a bird. Six foot nine, bird esque looking guy, but also looks like a. Creepy biker. But I could cool also way. see Larry Bird <laughs> having his own comic book. Like Birdman. You know? The only I the only comic book that I ever owned, well, that might not be true, but the one that stands out in my mind that was like a uh like a person from real life uh teaming up with uh you know imaginary superheroes was uh when the the special issue of spider-man where spider-man teams up with the orkin man (laughs) (laughs) and there's like it seems like they would be natural enemies yeah well there was like a some sort of a scarab themed villain like it was like a bug man and and Spider-Man and the Orchid Man teamed up to fight him. At least that's my recollection. It's been a long time since I since I revisited the Spider-Man Orchid Man team up. Now, I didn't grow up with a comic book shop, so I, my, what I had was pretty limited mm-hmm. as far as what I was reading. All right, let's let's go to the Podron. We it. already played the sound effect. Folks, the Podron 4500 is an artificial intelligence. Uh, we give it a list of podcasts, and then it studies those titles and generates a new list of titles that we can use as a jumping-off point to try and come up with our perfect podcast. Titles like... Take it away. The Batman Me. <laughs> I guess it should be Le Batman Moi, but uh, I think that this is a uh, podcast that is a thought experiment uh, uh, where we would figure out what would happen if uh, Bruce Wayne had been born in Paris, France. Ooh, I I remember they had that. uh, They had like the Batman Ninja. Did you ever see that? The Batman Ninja. It was like an anime where Batman was like, it was like in like back in like the, what do they call that? Like the Japanese medieval times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He was like a shogun or a ninja, some sort of a, you know, he had a sword and the Joker was also like a, medieval Japanese guy and it was it was badass yeah it sounds cool but this this uh, instead uh, you would have a mime joker I'm guessing and mm. uh, Joker teams and maybe... up with the Orkin man to get the Batman out of the <laughs> attic yeah yeah 
uh, I'm guessing the the Batman would be uh, some sort of uh, musketeer. Ooh, yeah, the Batman me. And maybe, but- maybe, maybe it's one of those ones where he's hanging out with Green Arrow. We we got to get like a three three musketeers. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, there's probably going to be a drop off on the third one. We're probably going to end up with a Blue Beetle, or because mm-hmm. uh, it can't be Superman. What if it's a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a French Revolution version of Batman, but because the title is Le Batman Me, maybe it's adapted from I Claudius. <coughs> oh, okay. <laughs> me Batman, me Le Batman. That just kind of sounds like me Le Batman. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the fact that it says it's Le Batman me makes it sort of seem like he's pretending to be French and he's not very good at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is not. very Batman. Batman, he falls through the crack in the ground, the the same one that uh, they fall through in Land of the Lost, but he ends up uh, in France somehow. Mm-hmm. He doesn't no sleeve stacks in this one. <laughs> But uh, because he's a, a billionaire, like he, he claims to speak like a hundred languages and mm-hmm. be fluent in them. And everybody's just went, oh, that's so great. Good job. And he's making all kinds of grammatical errors. Yeah. And- Everyone's just afraid to tell him because they saw him like break a man's arm. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. They're just like, yeah, you're doing a good job. I kind of feel like that's probably what's going on with Batman a lot of the time, right? He's just so rich and powerful that no one wants to like. And also could totally be a professional athlete if he wanted wanted to like people look at him like, fuck. He's like showing up to work at Wayne Industries and he still has like the the eye makeup on his face. (laughs) He has a perfect tan line where the Batman mask goes. (laughs) everyone's just playing along because he can fire them. Mm-hmm. The Batman me. This could also be kind of a, I don't know, saying something me. It makes me think of it like when you say like beer me, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like you're like you're doing something to me, but you're the Batmaning me. So maybe this is, we get exhibit in here. It's a makeover show where we're turning French people into. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a, it's a, it's kind of a, it's like a take on my fair lady where we pick out one Frenchman and over the, over a year, we, we have one year to turn him into the perfect, the greatest detective of all time Mm -hmm. slash guy who, is obsessed with bats because he saw his parents murdered. Yeah. And and why are we doing this? Do we have to take Batman to prom or something? Oh, it's because of the crime in France. Oh, okay. All right. But we are going to take Batman. To like I, I want to win that, that bet, that hundred dollar bet that I made that I couldn't do this. <laughs> I, I bet you won't show up to prom with French <laughs> Batman. I bet I will. I mean, think mm. about it. It's it's my mo to show up at prom with French Batman. <laughs> not, this is like take taking candy from a, a baby. Mm. <sighs> That's the Batman me. Do you have one? I do. This one is called Legal Insurrection. Legal and uh, Insurrection. So- I I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, we had a bit of a, a situation a couple of years ago where some fellas they were mad about some things in in the government and politics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were like, "We're gonna go be mad at the government places," and then everyone. Uh, fainted onto their old Victorian fainting couches and said that it was 9-11 had happened again. 
but now what we find ourselves in is, uh, <clears throat> I mean, this is just, I'm, I'm saying this for the sake of parody, a situation where our government needs to be insurrected. <laughs> And we kind of already blew our load on uh, saying which things are bad. So we need to figure out a way to do it legally. We can't be going in there and, you know, taking a dump on Nancy Pelosi's Yes. Well, I I think what we learned was uh, it it is legal to foment the insurrection. Yes. Not not legal to participate. What we need to do is we need to be on our Donald Trump Cheerleaders on the sidelines. We don't. We we definitely do not want to go into the Capitol building uh, in some sort of a comical outfit or dressed like a mega church assistant pastor and then just walk around getting our picture taken in the building. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to get get some people real worked up. And I guess that's going to be the the trickiest part is that they have to be dumb enough to fall for what we're trying to do, but also smart enough that they can pull it off, but also shitty enough that we don't care what happens to them (laughs) afterwards. This is going to be a real (laughs) thread and a needle here. Uh, We got to... Maybe we need to create a conspiracy theory that will direct people where we want them to go, but for reasons that are completely different than what we secretly are intending. Okay. Is this this kind of like when, when you uh, tried to get everybody to Naruto run through uh, the Raisin Canes or something? Oh, did I do? Oh, no. <laughs> I might have been Zaxby's. (laughs) It was go to Zaxby's and do the uh, do the counting scene or the alphabet scene from Vampire's Kiss. Yeah, what it was. (laughs) Just do shot the alphabet like Nicolas Cage at Zaxby's. That's what it was. It it was Uh, in the style of the many Naruto run Facebook events. Yes, that were popular at the time. And sadly, I don't think anyone actually did it. It could be that I don't remember if I said Zaxby's or Raising Cane's. So maybe I was just at the wrong one. (laughs) I guess we'll never know. Unless, tune in one year from now. When, uh, when Nancy Pelosi, uh, does her annual taking a knee in the kente cloth or whatever and and a bunch of people come in and start going a b c d e f g (laughs) then you'll know yeah it starts docking up on water because this is just the beginning of our legal insurrection yeah well i'm holding out for one of those anheuser-busch waters (laughs) I, I, i i want to be big enough that the ghost clydesdales show up Mm. All right, you got another Podtron suggestion? Yep, this one's called Heave Ho! Heave Ho. Is there any punctuation on this? There is an exclamation point after Ho. Mm. That's awfully normal for the Podtron. Yeah, yeah, this is just a regular podcast uh, that requires us to put our backs into it and, and really really push <laughs> yeah this could be a podcast about the high seas that mm-hmm. i think heave ho that's a thing that they say a lot on uh, old timey ships you know i think that's when they throw the anchor or they have to reel it in one of the two yeah i, I think it's isn't it generally a thing where they're lifting something really heavy and it takes more than one person and they're trying to get everybody in in sync yeah ho used to just mean like <laughs> what do you say they'd be like listen ho caesar speaks 
Nobody mm-hmm. was nobody was calling anybody a nasty name. No, 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 no. They were just like, get a load of Caesar, everybody. Here he is. Then Caesar comes out. Hey, hello. Yeah. What? That that have wasn't seen, even the Have you the, seen what's the... going on in the news here, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so so what you're saying is that uh caesar was the jay leno of ancient rome i listen it it's the other way around jay leno is the caesar of late night television i don't know i i think that uh, jay leno's car collection is far more extensive than julius caesar's <laughs> that's true that's very true you, all you roads lead to Rome, but if yeah. you don't have like a, a fancy sports car to drive on those roads, what does it matter? Yeah. When in Rome, walk. Because you don't have sick cars like Jay Leno. You know who hasn't been stabbed by all of his best friends? Jay Leno. You know why? Because he has cars. He can get away. He can drive away from them, yeah. Heave ho. This could also be... Uh, about throwing up. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you say you're going to heave. Yep. I don't know if we want to do a podcast about throwing up. Mm. It's that's one of those topics that uh, if I had like a, a particularly heinous uh, heave, I might want to talk to it uh, with family and friends, but nobody ever seems to be into me talking about it. Yeah, that's. I'm not a big fan of that sort of thing. I I don't I don't do a lot of uh you know the the nasty bathroom humor that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't go in for it. Do you think not we could do the thing. thing where we swallow the goldfish and then vomit it back up? I, or do they not really do that when the when the weird magicians uh swallow the goldfish? I'd like to see a magician swallow a goldfish and then poop it out. Yeah, that that would be really good. Normally, when they when they throw it up, then it's still like in water, and they're like no spaghettios uh, stuck to the fish or anything. Uh-huh. So I, um, I think that something's up. But yeah, if it came out the butt, I'd be like, "This is a magician. This is man is truly a magic man." Do you think that? Now I'm wondering if it's even possible. I've definitely been sick enough where I think that the food that I ate was already out the other end, like in an hour. Do you think that I could swallow a fish and have the like diarrhea so bad that I could get the fish out and and still be alive uh, swimming well, around in your I diarrhea? Mean, no. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe something nastier than a fish, like an eel, something that's tough. He can uh, just, he can he can handle I, I, a little I think, diarrhea. I think an eel just uh, hangs on, and just, these tapeworms <laughs> got it figured <laughs> out, man. I'm just gonna hang out back here. Just got an eel zooming through my diarrhea-addled intestines. I didn't even have diarrhea before I somehow swallowed a live eel. Oh. Well, maybe all of the people who have a very specific fetish about the thing I just described will finally leave us some good reviews on Mm -hmm. iTunes. Well, uh, also maybe not, because I'm going to go ahead and say right now, I'm not doing that (laughs) podcast. (laughs) It's the only option that that I'm eliminating from contention. (laughs) Heave ho, the podcast where I try to swallow a live eel and then poop it out my butt with diarrhea. Only if you really do it. (laughs) I get to watch. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, I don't even like thinking about it. I don't want to do it. I don't like it either. Mm. All right, I got one. I got one more, and this one kind of just—it's kismet. It kind of ties together several of the things we've already said. Okay. This is called True Cars One Cave. <laughs> True Cars One, one cave. cave. Okay. So this is uh yeah, 
It's a little it's bit of hearing out we, the hermits. We're hearing out the hermit, but mostly we're kicking him out of the cave because uh, Jay Leno ran out of room in his airplane <laughs> hangar. And needs- we get Jay Leno and Jerry Seinfeld, and we take them out to a hermit's cave, and we just let, I mean, the conversation those guys are going to have, all we got to do is be a fly on the wall in that room. Mm. There's like a yeah, there's a guy with a long white beard who uh moved to a cave because he was so tired of hearing uh, children yeah on their on their little motorized bicycles. Yeah. And then driving by his house, making fun of him because mm-hmm. his car company got closed down. And then two of the two of the worst to ever wear jeans. <laughs> <That's a bit laughs> when it comes to Very jeans wearing, <laughs> these are the original kings of fucking it up somehow we just get them in that cave chopping it up with that uh with that hermit Do what do they have in that, common uh, if jay leno made the switch jay leno's uh jeggings would look any better than the regular jeans jay leno's jeggings oof i I will say this both of those fellas have somehow completely obscured what their bodies look like in a way that's almost impressive (laughs) like with just a lot of stiff denim and Mm-hmm. Like very starchy shirts with the, uh, you know, like bomber jackets over top of it or whatever it is that those guys wear. I could not, I could not picture them naked if I wanted to. <laughs> true cars, one K. I guess that these cars are true, in some manner, as the name implies. I don't know. Maybe we don't get we we make sure we don't have any of those like bogus Lamborghinis where it's like, you know, you buy a kit and it's like just a fiberglass body that goes over the frame of like a Fiero or something. No, yeah, that's lame. No, no, only true cars. True cars. These have to be originals. So that's and, uh, definitely there Jay's are many garage. true cars. So we're gonna have to find a big ass cave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every car that is not felt that is not false has only to get the in this real cave. ones can come to the car cave. All right, here are our ideas this week: mm-hmm. hearing out hermits, parking lot lunch crew, the Braga Dojo, Nathan Podcaster in the summary of films, Le Batman Me, Legal Insurrection, Heave Ho, and True Cars One Cave. All right. So we're definitely not doing heave ho. Yeah, that one's out. I feel like two true cars one cave was barely an idea. Yeah, that's and what it was was not not good. Yeah, I, I think I think we're going with nothing from the Piatron, to be honest. Yeah. This week. Um I think that uh oh gosh. <laughs> I would be... uh, I, I wouldn't mind doing the Harry Potter one. Uh, I wouldn't mind doing the Braggadojo. Uh, I think it might be difficult to uh, find uh, a hermit willing to talk into the microphone, but we could do the thing where we uh, just uh, give our report, uh, like you said. Uh, How about we... we I Maybe we bring Harry Potter to the hermit. We bring Harry Potter to the hermit. So what? how about the, we do the... We do the Harry Potter one, but then we find a way to get that episode of the podcast, which is a premium episode, but we will make it available to hermits. (laughs) So that they, they, their only concept of Harry Potter comes from whatever I think Harry Potter is. And we'll go through... Mm -hmm. We'll go through each of the titles, and and I will uh, attempt to summarize what I recall of the film or what I infer from, you know, the ether of pop culture and maybe a list of characters. 
All right, folks, if you want to hear Nathan Podcaster in the summary of films, you can go to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. And uh, sign up to support the show. And uh, you will get access to that bonus episode as well as a bonus episode every Friday that I do not have COVID. Uh, Also, you'll get uh, access to like 150 episodes or something. There's a whole lot of them out there now that you can go back and listen to all the ideas that we've tried in the past. Also, you can give us a call at our podcast hotline. If you have an idea for a podcast, that's 702-763-2277, 702-PODCASP. We tried to get podcast, but it wasn't available. Uh, yeah, leave a review. Don't say anything about the diarrhea eel. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.